It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Childcare Bar and Grill Podcast. This is Jeff Johnson coming to you live from the refrigerator at Oak Haven along the Gulf Coast <laughs> of Mexico. With me, Samantha Balch. How are you doing, Sam? Uh, right now I'm staring at a window, which is uh-huh. cool. Oh, Jeff's back. He's Jeff's back, everybody. Back. Um, so uh, what is what kind of what kind of bev is it? What are you what are you sipping on? It it's tea. I'm just drinking. Well, no, no, but what tea. kind of tea? Just oh no, tea? tea. It's chai, so it's tea tea. Does oh, okay, chai... so it's tea tea. Yeah, chai, 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 chai means tea. yeah. So it's I'm so drinking tea tea. I'm Fantastic. drinking tea, drinking tea tea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sam, today was day five hundred and twenty nine of the the dance a day challenge. Tasha. Oh yeah, nice. what was today? Uh, t- five hundred and twenty nine was today. Mm-hmm. We started it 530 days ago because we missed a day <gasps> not too long ago. Yeah. Wow. No, I meant like, what was the song today? Oh, the song today. Um, and I don't did know. Slinky Sp- like it? Spotify isn't open, so I don't remember. Um, it was an old, uh, it was by Robert Mitchum. It was an old song. Um, it. it was about bootlegging. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Slinky, Slinky, Slinky does still have his own playlist. Um, he, 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 what did he, he, he there's something, um, uh, I can't remember what it was. He, there was a song, he repeated a song because sometimes I just let the playlist Ooh. play and he came over and I, I was going to add, he wanted to dance. I was going to add the th- listeners. Um, when my dog wants to dance with me, I add his song to the playlist so that when, when we're feeling, you know, like uh, when we're feeling like uh, the chips and salsa guys and want to want to do some dancing, we we just know what uh, what to turn on. Um, so so that happened. Uh, what, the day we missed was uh, was Halloween. Um, ah, you could have done we, the monster mash. Yeah, and we we uh, we 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 try to get the uh, dance done in the morning, and then sometimes we save it for evening. And and we went out on Halloween and got overserved and. And by the time we got home, it was late, and we we were a little bit liquored up and forgot. Um, so we felt horrible the next day, and then we just started over because you can't be perfect. So um, yeah. I, I think missing missing one day out of uh, out of five hundred and thirty is isn't too bad. Yeah, so no, a, that's I'm very impressed. So it's a long ass uh, 
long ass uh, playlist. But but also that's still look, listeners. I want you to take part in the 2023 Playful Challenge Challenge. I need a theme song, by the way. Um, the whole idea here is that we we uh, all come up with uh, something we want to challenge ourselves to in the the, the in, in a playful mindset, kind of using grace conditions of play. And uh, the that dance list, that daily dance, is kind of one of those things. And and we're not going to go through it, but those it it, it all totally fits into grace conditions oh, yeah. of play. It's, it's self it's it's playful and it's self-selected we made the rules and it's our thing so that kind of stuff um if you're you're interested in playing along drop me a voicemail or text message at 228-363-6737 uh text messages is fine voicemail is look you get extra credit you send a voicemail because then i can play it in the episode um you get one bonus point to the child care bar and grill yeah yeah um i'll, I'll put i'll put it on the uh, the wall chart we have for all of our listeners right now sarah yep. sarah is our best listener because uh sarah left a voice sarah is the star listener of this week and if you all want to be the star listener you have to follow sarah's example Hey, why can't I mean? I wish we could all be Sarahs, um, <laughs> and and you know how good Sarah is. I invited Sarah when I got her message. I because I was recording that that evening. I invited Sarah on the on the show to 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 take part and, and share her question. She she was more concerned about putting her kid to bed and getting some rest herself. Okay, so Sarah's um, a really good person, is what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah, Sarah, Sarah does a it great all. Person, Sarah, Sarah's amazing. Sarah Listeners, is not a degenerate. <laughs> yeah, like like us. Um, listeners, be a Sarah. So, Sam, what Sarah. are we talking about this episode? We're talking about a little experiment I did. Um, and I've been I've been kind of like running this little experiment for the past month in my classroom. Okay. And part of it, I call it an experiment because I knew that I never wanted to do this thing I will begin explaining. I knew that I never wanted to do this long term, but I sort of wanted to do this to prove a point. Mm -hmm. Um, so in my mind, it's an experiment. So my classroom and the classroom of the other teacher in my school. So we both teach preschool, special education, fully self-contained in the public school. So what that looks like is we both have our own classrooms, uh, full of some children, some amount of children and her classroom looks very different from my classroom. She has also been doing this for like 25 years. So she is very much a seasoned veteran. She's very delightful. She's very, very nice. And she is a lot more table work, a lot more posters around the room, a lot more longer circle times than I am. And we we do not teach to, we're not like team teaching. We are in completely separate rooms. My room looks do, more do like- you give some, each other the, Do you give each other the stink eye when you see each other in the hall? No, 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 we're very friendly because we, okay. we, our kids go uh, play on the same, you know, when we're outside, we have outside time together and all that. Okay, that, that would be um, awkward. Oh, but it'd be very awkward. But she is very much like when you're on the bicycle, the bicycle needs to stay on the bike path and the bike path only goes one way. And I am like this hippie little freak who's like, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going that way, you're probably going to crash. So keep that in mind. Sure. So we have two relatively different like schools of thought. Mm -hmm. But we both still, you know, care deeply about children and generally have a good time. So she does a lot more worksheets like for especially writing practice. So these kids are three, four, five years old. So before kindergarten, but there's nobody younger than three legally. So wait, she, time out, time out. We got to pause. Yeah. I got to bring some sure. look listeners. Sam just made a, a really good point. I want to, I don't want to hurry over too quickly. Um, 
you can you can dis- we can dis- we uh, we can disagree with people on things and and still find other things that we can relate on and and we yeah. can have decent relationships with them. We do. Um, it, 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 I have it's, a lovely. I love her. She's great. Like yeah. I I enjoy her. Her cl- I, I could never run my classroom the way she runs hers. Yeah. And I think if she came into my classroom for too long, she would lose her mind. Sure. She's, she's she's like there is not like there is not the like I need my routines way more rigid. I need things way more structured. I need more file folders for things. I need more activity A, activity B, activity C. Whereas I'm like, you want to go dig in the dirt? Let's go dig in the dirt. Yeah, sounds I, great. I, I think, and I don't know if it's social media, but there, I mean, there's this tribalism going on. If somebody disagrees with your yeah. position on on one thing in the whole world of things that they have ideas about, then then you got to blacklist them. And that's that's kind of, a, and, and people have done that for the, the, I mean, look, the last two decades with politics, it absolutely totally happens. Um, and, and and that's that's kind of sad because, uh, look, Sam, I'm I'm 100% certain that there are all kinds of, of, of social and political things you and I totally disagree on and (laughs) and 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 we can we continue to have uh have have fairly productive conversations about about the things we we do agree on Uh, i do want to point out i think it's important that we both believe that all people are people like like if if you like a nazi like maybe i don't want to be your friend if you're a nazi you're not a nazi i'm saying like in a general sense i don't associate with them so there are hard, I do draw hard lines in terms of like, if you think other people are subhuman, then maybe that's not really an opinion in my view. That's, um, we don't, yeah, I don't, but I don't I'm not down al- with that. Isn't that almost like thinking the person that thinks uh, the other, the person, the person thinking the person who thinks other people are subhuman is subhuman. It, it's almost like you're thinking the person that thinks other people are subhuman uh, is, is, is subhuman. Um, no, it's that I don't that have way. to. It's not. No, it's that I don't have to give them. This is this is a different episode now. Um, that I don't have to give them the time or the space to explain to them that they should care about other people. I don't have to be the one that does that. They can, they can do that. I don't. Again, I don't. I can't. I can't talk to the Nazis. That's not cool. It's not cool to be mean. Well, it's no, but cool. how 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 do you how do you how do you understand somebody's mindset if you're not willing to talk to them? Well, okay, to, to understand I where they're coming after, from. After you understand them saying things such as the white race is superior, when you say that, that doesn't leave a lot of room for conversation. And people if I say, say all, well, but, no, it is. But, but, but the other thing is, Sam, people say all kinds of shit, and true, sometimes they, they say do. it for all kinds of reasons. So, so that sometimes people true. say, sometimes people say say things just to to rile people up. Uh, hence this podcast. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I totally get where you're coming from, but I I think, and that is a good point too. And I think for me, I think my thought process behind it is, I it hurts me too much to expend the energy defending the existence of people I love. Like I can't do that. What if that person is say, what if that person is your grandma and, and, and grandma and, 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 and and so do you, do you, do you, do you shut off your relationship with your grandma? Because she, she believes this thing that's, that's really, really really horrific for you. Yeah, or, you, uh, this or, is actually or, a real or life because, scenario. Or because grandma made you cookies when you're little or whatever. Um, before you knew that side of her. Um yeah. she so what and see that's why I'm I'm I, I No, this is this is actually like a real life 
like you have described a real life scenario in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the answer right now is I don't really know. I'm still navigating it because I don't know how to interact with people who I have close, who grew up having a different kind of relationship with. And then as an adult, have learned things about them and the things that yeah. they believe, for lack of a better term, that are at odds with myself and my values and the people I love. I'm like, wait, how do I navigate this territory? Because I I, I want to love you deeply and fully, but you're not on board with my people. And I, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't, I don't think there's a right answer for that because no like I think it's a messy part of human existence that we're all dealing with and I think I think there are definitely moments when I can open myself up better to talk about it and talk to people and like be sort of that cool middle of the road person that everybody loves like that loves everybody and that is like I can have a relationship with all sorts of people and I can you know talk about your bananas beliefs and we can be productive and then there are other times I can't and I don't know what the great answer I don't know if it's good or bad that you do that I do that I don't know I don't know a big question Uh, the the longer I live um I mean there's always you can always listen right you because the, the the other thing is that sometimes people Sometimes, look, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that sometimes people have a hard time expressing themselves. Sometimes people. <laughs> Me, every yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and sometimes people people have these these beliefs you might find atrocious because of life experiences they had because maybe the right. maybe maybe they think they're incredibly open minded compared to the compared to their that they mom, you know. With. So yeah, compared to so their grandma, I, they're. I, I I think look first. I don't want to be around humans at all. I I, I mean Never. I'm I'm, I would prefer I'm fine. It. You know, in person I'm fine zooming. Um, but but the other the other thing is you know having being being as open to that stuff as you can is always good. But we're way off topic. What were you? What were, we're way what off were topic. Talking about? Should this just be the episode? Should we just should we just keep talking about no. that? I already, uh, I, I, already wrote, how... I already wrote down in the note card what the episode <laughs> was going to be about. So this is that conversation is going to be an Easter egg the in there for. So yeah, so back to we we should tell the listeners skip this portion of the episode if you just want to hear about Sam's experiment. Um, so all that to say is my coworker and I have different ways of doing things, and she is more what I would describe as quote old school unquote. And so they do a lot more worksheets and mm-hmm. stuff in their room. And my my administration is awesome. They're great. They're super supportive. And I had heard they I had heard them chatting about how oh in my coworker's classroom, you know, they, they it honestly looks like they're you know in kindergarten already. Like they're doing so they're doing all sorts of stuff. And they weren't saying it as like a hey, Sam, why aren't you doing this? They were just like making a conversation. Was and, it a conversation that that had hints of that's a good thing though? It, oh yeah, oh yeah. It was like like you know this is great. This is like such like a it's very much pre kindergarten, you know, because they're doing all of these these crafts and they like do these worksheets and they write their name and all sort like they practice this and that and like cool, great, yeah, glad they glad they love it. Another time uh, out. Oh god, I got another. Sorry, I got another question. Know. What now? What a you prop you don't you don't have infants and toddlers in your program, right? No, we we legally have okay. anyone younger than yeah. three. 
So imagine those same people having a conversation about they they walked into the in, the the infant room and and they were really impressed because it it really looked like the toddler room. They were trying to get those those uh, those uh-huh. those six month olds to stand up and uh, and and they had them they had them propped up at the uh, circle time table and and belted yeah, in their little you know chairs. What they do and, in the infant room, they give those kids dentures so that they yeah. have teeth and they can chew. Solid yeah, foods. yeah, that, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. People, um, yeah, people, um, people. So, <laughs> I heard that, and mm-hmm. I thought about it, and I thought, all right. So, a part as part of my job, as I mentioned, it's special education, so I am beholden to a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so I do need data on things, right, on how children are progressing with whatever their goals have been defined as. So several of my students have goals relating to recognizing letters of the alphabet. How developmentally appropriate that is on a whole other podcast episode. And there are many about that. I did not write these. Someone else wrote these. Mm -hmm. So I am beholden to doing them. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll, for the next month, I'm going to try and see how it goes. Like I'm going to try and get data points that are a little more traditional. Right. I'm going to try and get these these letter recognition and writing data points that look like the other classrooms. So I'm going to bust out some worksheets. I'm going to bust out dry erase markers, laminated pieces of paper. I'm going to da- like I'm going to get, you know, the dotted lines with their letter, sure. uh, like their le- the letters of their name on it. I'm going to get those. We'll see how I do. So I go out. I, I take I when I do like skill work with kids like this, I'm like, I'm going to take them out of the classroom and somewhere else because I would also not want to do this in the classroom because all the fun stuff is here. So like, let's go somewhere else for this boring shit. So I take one of my buddies outside and I'm I'm acting the same way I do and any time, you know, I'm like happy and excited. I'm like, look, I've got so I thought we could practice doing some writing today. And I brought crayons, I brought markers, I brought pencils, and I show him what I have and he looks at it and he takes a green crayon. And he draws a straight line across and he goes, all done. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> and I think to myself for a moment and I'm like, in the other classroom, they, I'm sure that they, they're quote, not allowed unquote to do that. I'm sure that they have to sit and finish and they gotta, they gotta sit and do it. And like, they didn't, they didn't try. They gotta do it better. I'm like, but I'm also not in that classroom and I don't really care. This is an experiment and I'm not here to make anybody feel bad. So I was like, okay, we can be done. We can leave. So we left. I brought another kid out. He was thrilled. He wanted to be there for like 15 minutes. He's like, ooh, look, a turtle. And he's like tracing the letter T with the color of the turtle. I'm like, sure, we can do whatever you want. And then I bring another kid out. The same thing as the first kid looks at it and does one line. He's like, eh. Yeah. Like, are you done? Yeah, I don't. I go play. Okay, let's go play. So you just, I got you know, like you just you just described my my entire educational career. I'm done. I go play. That was. I go play. So I do this with all all of my students throughout the 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 month, and I'm pulling them at different times. I'm putting, you know, I've got like the worksheets are inside i take the worksheets outside like there are worksheets all around nobody wants to do a worksheet for more than five minutes and i'm not forcing them i'm just letting it happen and the ones that are doing the worksheets it is not the most beautiful tracing you've ever seen i guess you could like sort of think of it as a letter um but like they did not follow the arrows they did not follow the lines 
mm-hmm. in the correct order. So it, the correct order, you know, as, as, as a quoted word. So I'm thinking about it as it's happening and I'm like, okay, so they're, I mean, they're doing it. Like if somebody wants to see, did they do something here? I have this piece of paper, like, yeah, they worked on this. Well then we're sitting around, we're painting, you know, the easels open. I'm like working with somebody, if somebody wants a glue bottle open. So I'm helping them like untwist the glue bottle and somebody else is drawn with the markers and she comes over to me and she goes, look, Sam, R. And she has written the letter R. <laughs> on a piece of paper and it's like some scrap paper that I, I mm-hmm. have just in a cabinet and she's written I'm like holy god <laughs> that's the letter R <laughs> and so like we high five and she's so happy she goes over to the easel paints another I think T it paints a giant T outside another another one of my kiddos who was was one of the ones who would say all done I go play now uh takes a stick and he starts dragging in the sand like T and then another tease. I'm like, I didn't know you knew what two was. <laughs> so all of this to say, I did this little experiment and I could have kept making them sit, right? I could have seen what would happen if I had them sit down at the worksheets and like do it right. But I, I just introduced them and nobody seemed into it. But they still wrote letters. <laughs> They still wanted to do that thing. And they are still very proud of themselves. But if I had only given them the opportunity to do it at this table with this worksheet, I don't think they, they would not have been so thrilled. Like there was just this element of joy that was very, very palpable from the other opportunities where they were actually writing letters as opposed to when they were doing the worksheets and just like going, like complying with what I told them to. So I was excited that A, this shit works. <laughs> they, they actually have a vested interest in things that are meaningful to them. And when they are given the opportunity to explore their environment with a variety of materials, they start to represent it in many different ways. And B, I was excited that I don't have to keep trying this worksheet experiment at all because now I see it working in other ways. So I'm like, these are boring as hell. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> So did did the R and T did those come from where where did they where did, did two they people in the class have those names? Sure, sure. And I have something I do with because I, I write a lot of books for the classroom because I take so many photos. So like one of my ways of documentation is like making a book about this thing we did. So like mm-hmm. when we when a fire truck came to school, I printed all the photos and I wrote about the fire truck. Um, and just like wrote like really simple sentences and then and they all love it because they're all in the picture and they remember the fire truck sure. so everybody has a book about themselves like if it was you it might be like joyful jeff or super sam like just a book about the person and like the sorts of things they like to do and so they, we had two with r and t and i think they loved reading them about their friend and mm-hmm. seeing like oh who else is in that book what are they doing oh look it's so and so when she was dressed up like a doctor she's she's on the phone you know i have these yeah. cell phones in the classroom so i think that it partly came from there and then part of it i think is um i know a lot of them do like those kind of like whatever very loosely educational very loosely apps um sure at at home home, for that kind of stuff yeah yeah for whatever reason and i have nothing against parents parenting how they're gonna parent you know so i think there was like this little bit of connection there and then 
they saw it at school and like you know there's periodically like it's a it's a public school so like there's abcs painted places you know like i think they're like start they're just starting to make this connection of these specific squiggles have meaning and people yeah, really yeah. like when i know what these are so yeah, maybe but... i'm gonna put one of those here <laughs> I, I I've been I, I like the idea of of creating those environments where kids are uh, were, are able to bump in to those new concepts. Yeah, they just kind of kind of brush up against them. the The whole worksheet thing is is they're plopping did you an just idea. Call it a worksheet? Yes, I did call it a worksheet. Um, <laughs> it's a, a term of art for. Um, so they're they're kind of forcing interest. Right. And we humans don't generally like to have our interest forced. We like oh. to be interested in the things that we're interested in. And when we're able to pay attention to those things, we pay attention longer and, and we, we it's, it's more, it's deeper. So the kid who was really into it, mm -hmm. the kid who was super into it has three older siblings that also go to this school and that get homework. Sure. And I think he was into it because it looked like older sister's homework. It looked like Absolutely. older brother's homework. And he loves his siblings. He wants to do what his siblings do. His mom tells me all the time, yeah, he wants homework. And I was like, okay, that's hilarious. Ask I mean, his, his are you asking me for something? Yeah, I was going to say, like, and she just like, he can just sit there. One time I told him, I was like, I need you to go home and count all of the socks you have. You need, to, how many socks are there? You got to tell him. It's like, okay. So I think that his interest was really, I want to connect with these other people in my life, as opposed to, I just love worksheets. Sure. If you're, if you're three and you have an older sibling that's into, into zombies and vampires, you're going to have a, that. you're going to have a, a, at least interest in zombies and vampires. If you're, if your yeah. big, your older siblings are doing homework every evening when you'd rather be playing with them, your oh, mind boy. is going to have, have homework in it. And so that's the, that's the other thing about worksheets. Worksheets can totally be playful if you if yeah. you present them in a way you look it's, it's those five conditions of of grace five conditions of play that we talked about if kids are if kids are picking them and and going at them in uh in, in that playful mindset where they're creating the rules about them and and they're they're feeling safe and secured in this kind of environment and, and it's not being forced upon them worksheets can totally be playful but that doesn't happen in 99.99 percent yeah. of settings where worksheets happen Oh, okay. Can I give you, can I give the listeners an example of a playful worksheet in case sure. they're like, but I don't like, what does that even look like? Okay. So here's, so during this experiment, one of the things that happened, one of the worksheets I got was, um, you know, those like daughter pens. Sure. You like know, they're like the bingo, bingo daughter, markers. bingo daubers. Yeah. 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 Bingo daubers. Um, so uh, th if you go on the internet, there is a wealth of uh, printables, if you mm -hmm. will. Uh, using bingo daubers and so there's like the little circles and you're supposed to put it's supposed to put the color in the circle sure. that's, the, that's the job that's the rule um and so I found one that was just like one one let I some I think it was the letter a I was like sure let's see what the, let's see what happens and so it's got the letter a and a bunch of different circles and then other letters in different circles so the way the worksheet is quote supposed to be done unquote is that you dot all of the letter a and so I put him out on the table with some of the bingo daughters. And I was like, you want to, you want to play? But you don't have to, if you want to. Everybody came over and checked it out because it was inside. And one kid dot started dotting everything, but would say every letter mm -hmm. as he dotted it. So if you were just going to look at the worksheet, he did it wrong. 
right? Because everything is glue on it. But if you were there with him, he was doing one-to-one correspondence. He was just marking it off as he saw it. That's what he decided to do with it. Sure. Another kid decides to do a different color for every single like row. So mm-hmm. every row was a different color. So they made it like this lovely little art project. Another kid saw made every A a different color because they wanted to try all of the colors, but wanted the A's because they were like, those seem important but then started Xing out all of the other letters <laughs> and just started drawing this little X on all of them. Like, no, no. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, no. <laughs> it wouldn't tell me what it was. It just big mm-hmm. now. And then got about halfway through and was like, I'm done. One kid came over, did a dot on one and said done and handed it to me and like hit it as hard as he possibly could and then handed it to me as if he was turning <laughs> it in. I was like, thank you. Do, should I keep this? Yeah. <laughs> I done it. I'm done. So that the the way that like it was put out, it was not forced upon anyone. It was an option. I was around in case kids needed like they wanted to bounce ideas off of me, but really they didn't. I was also like at the easel setting stuff up. So I was mostly just like there as like a little buzzing insect or whatnot. Um, but they they made up their conditions for what they wanted to do with that. And they left when they felt like leaving. And yeah. they were not stressed about it at all because they knew I can go whenever I need to go. And when I'm done, I'm just, I'm done. I'm going to go, you know, back to the dollhouse or go somewhere else or go find some bugs. And that was, that was also just a really cool experience for me to, especially working with a, a group of children that are often labeled as not having like good attention spans. Um, mm-hmm. or not being able to understand directions like well do the directions suck <laughs> like are they have you thought about what they might want to do with this set of materials or this worksheet or this thing because their brains go to really interesting places and if I'm not listening to that then of course they're going to shut down at me at the first sign of you know no you're not doing it right like I wouldn't want to do it either yeah. Yeah. So listeners, if you want to do a worksheet experiment, take your take your worksheet book or your your printables that you got on teacherspayteacher.com or whatever, wherever you get them and uh, and just plop them into the environment, put them in the art area or the, just 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 you consider them loose parts and just yeah. put them in the environment. Uh, because what they do offer is some environmental print because they've got they've got mm-hmm. actual letters on them they got symbols and, and a lot so, of times they got numbers yeah yeah so so loose parts are variables in the environment and it's it's more than just shells or or pine cones worksheets can be loose parts but then your job is to keep them loose you don't go mm-hmm. over when, when you see the kid pick them up and start using them you go don't go over and tell them they're they're doing it fucking wrong and uh uh, and and that's not how we 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 circle all of the all we daub all of the A's or whatever it is. Uh, you just let them do their shit, and and yeah. you step back and you you notice because Sam mentioned the kid doing every line a different color. Well, look, that's that's patterning. And, yeah, and, it was and so that, cool. Yeah, that that is that is a thing that that our little humans kind of get interested in, and leads to other things that that we hope little humans will want to get interested in, and so they'll engage with those things with what they what they know about the world already and what they're interested in, or or not, um, and and that's how you can make worksheets into loose parts. Yeah, and it's 
I think it's so much more fun because I don't have to sit there and be a witch with a capital B about how you're not doing it right. Like that brings me no joy. I find no satisfaction from telling small people what to do. Yeah, Um, yeah. I I get the satisfaction from watching them do, you know, come up with the ideas and talking about it. I will say I did have one kid, again, the same homework kid who was like, what, what do I do? Sure. Was the first thing he said. And I, I was kind of, I was like, I could say like, oh, some people will stamp all of the A's. And then I just said, whatever you want, (laughs) whatever feels good. You do you. Like, yeah. Well, I I mean, some, some, some people are are really, look, um, there, I have my own personal feelings about adult coloring books, but there, there are adults (laughs) who find them, them very relaxing and therapeutic and, 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 and so worksheets can, can be that way for, for, for people who, who have that, that mindset, that temperament. And so wanting to do order can be really relaxing, you know, having order, having structure. Want, wanting to do that worksheet, wanting to do it, to do it right, um, if that's what they're interested in, then I, I, I see no problem with telling, okay, here's what the directions say, yeah, and, and and helping them along with that way because because that's that's where they're at and that's what they're they're interested in, they're interested in, and 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 they again they picked it. How do Absolutely. I do this? Absolutely, they picked it. Well, yeah, here's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mine had no directions on the top to even read, yeah. so I just told them, yeah. like, whatever you that's want, true. really. Like, yeah. So, and then he he actually did. He then picked up on some of these letters are the same. So mm-hmm. I want I want to press. I want to find all the sameness, which itself yeah. is you know a pre like matching patterning that kind of yeah. thing. So that was really cool. That was that a fun cool. fun little moment for me. And, I was, and, I was and very I like- excited by that. I like I like the experimental idea too. Um, it, because what it, what it really is is just a test study. It's a sample project. Yes. Uh, because if you would have found that that the kids were fucking crazy about worksheets, um, that going to change what I do. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so uh, there's there's nothing wrong with doing those 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 space or time limited kind of experiments. Well, let's try this out. And people, Lisa and I talked a little while ago about doing this with with uh, with new approaches. If you're if you're if you're scared of rough and tumble play, but you've heard things about it, but you're still not ready for it doing a doing a sample project where you where you a, a, te- a test study where you where you you allow rough and tumble play for the last 20 minutes of friday afternoon and then you see that yes. nobody died and and, and i had somebody next. do this I, I i talked about this in a in a zoom training the other night and and heard the next day from a, a caregiver who she let the rough and tumble play get a little bit more rough and tumbly than she was Ooh. personally comfortable with and she said interesting things happened as the way she left the email. And oh. I was like, were they, were they positive or negative? Yeah. And, are you going to call our number at 228? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know if she listened to the show, but, but she, she, she learned positive things about, about rough and tumble play and herself with, uh, with just letting, letting it go a little bit out of her comfort zone. And that's what we can do with these kind of kinds of experiments. Before we wrap up, Sam, I was wondering, you know, the guys from, uh, from, from our, our hit, hulu tv series chips and salsa yeah. i'm wondering what what should their names be listeners we'll um see. just to recap uh chip the 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 guys from no, don't recap salsa. make them listen to the other episode yeah go back and, and listen to the episode where we talked about my marathon and you can find about it the chips and salsa show so we got these two two uh motorcycle cops slash salsa dancers what what, what, what should their names be I mean, immediately my brain went to we should name them chip and salsa so like charles chip Mag- I don't know, 
MacGuffin the third. Well, no, <laughs> no, it's got to be a Chip. junior. Chip, Chip, Chip is for a junior. Chip, is ju Chip, Chip off the old block. Oh, because I knew a Chip that was a third. Oh, really? I thought it was. I thought. But Chip okay, was... I also, I also knew someone that was of the third that was Trip. As in triple, oh, and I was like, "That's yeah. the worst thing I've ever heard." Yeah. We cannot associate with each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So he could be a junior. He could be a junior. Um, and then I feel like I feel like Salvatore for salsa. <laughs> now, isn't that know. too? I, I mean, isn't that too on it's the too, nose? Oh, it's too much. It's too much. It's not good. Yeah. It should be yeah. workshops. Listeners, don't, don't do either of those things. Listeners, if you have names for the lead characters in our, our new childcare bar and grill sitcom, what we hope to bring to Hulu, uh, call or leave a text at uh, 22, uh, no, text or leave a voicemail text. at 228-363-6737. Be a Sarah. Be a Sarah. Like always, be a Sarah. This has been the Childcare Bar and Grill Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Aloha. Oh, oh man. Can't that. I, I can't wait to get this show in production. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.